Welcome to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. It's the classic Jesus music radio show. It's a look back at where it all began. This is Full Circle, looking back at the beginnings of today's contemporary Christian music. Now, now, here's your host, Jerry Bryant. Hi everybody, this is Jerry Bryant. Welcome to another edition of Full Circle, the classic Jesus music radio show. Now, my writer and producer, Russell Baum, is always trying to find new and exciting ways of presenting the Christian music of the 70s and 80s, and this episode is no exception. In fact, it's part one of a two-part series. Boys, we're going to be going through the alphabet on these next two episodes. And we'll start off by playing a song in which the title of the song and the artist or group both begin with the letter A. The second song will have the song title and artist or group beginning with the letter B, and so on and so forth. And we'll be mixing it up a bit with artists like Joe English, Dion DiMucci, Mark Hurd, along with some of your favorite groups of the 70s, like the Imperials and Fireworks. To start us off, the group Ark, who hailed from England, came to America to record their one and only album, along with their producer and recording engineer, Al Perkins. Unfortunately, due to the lack of sales and radio play, the group didn't last for long. The album had a sound that mixed the monkeys, the Beatles, and the birds with a slightly aggressive touch. Now my feature songs about someone who was afraid of love, having been hurt in the past, but after receiving true love from Jesus, the author and creator of real love, well, they just couldn't help singing about it. From the 1979 Spirit Records album, The Angels Come, here's Ark with a place of love.
the group from England known as ARC, who started off our walk through the alphabet, starting with the letter A and the song A Place For You. And now we move on to the letter B, which leads us to Wendell Burton. On his third and final album, Heart of Eternity, Wendell wrote or co-wrote most of the songs except for two. One was written by his producer and Larry Norman mentor, Tom Howard. The other composed by the artist and writing team of Steve Camp and Rob Frazier. Rob would do his own version of this feature song a year later on his 1986 album, This Town. Now, according to Wendell's Facebook page, he still plays today, but mostly in prisons because he wants to have a captive audience. (laughs) Pun intended. From this former actor turned musician, Wendell Burton, and Break My Heart. I have prayed for deliverance from the trouble in my life. And I've asked the Lord to help me make my pathway bright. But the greatest prayer that I could ever pray is for holiness. It's not the easy way to say, break my Burton, whose fresh voice and passion during those early days of Jesus music 
left its mark. This is Jerry Bryant. And moving on from B to the letter C, we have musician, author, speaker, and host of his own radio show called In the Studio with Michael Card. And I'm speaking of Michael Card, of course. Michael's been an excellent and thoughtful Bible study on the air. And it's always been a desire of his heart to help people grow in the Word. And maybe that's one of the reasons why his songs are so steeped in Scripture. If you'd like to find out more about what he's doing these days, you can go to my website at www.fullcirclejesusmusic.com. Go into the links page, you'll find a link to his website. Or replay my interview with Michael on episode number 96 at the fullcirclejesusmusic.com site. Now that we've got that business out of the way, it's on with the show. Now, my feature song comes from the album The Final Word, the third installment of the album trilogy known as The Life Songs that chronicle the life of Christ, from birth to death to resurrection. Now, in the liner notes from this record, Michael had this to share. We've sentimentalized the birth of Jesus of Nazareth. When we think of the birth, we see wise men and shepherds and a star. But these are only minor characters in an exceedingly greater drama, the Incarnation. The birth of the Christ is so much more than a birthday to be observed once a year. Our focus must become the Incarnation, which we celebrate every minute of our lives. We must realize that the cry we hear drifting from the stable is the voice of the one who spoke the universe into being. Oh, the staggering realization that that little one wrapped in rags, looking up at us from the trough, is in reality everything his special name reveals. God with us. Looking back to 1987, Michael Card and Celebrate the Child. And coming up a song from 1985, representing the letter D on this musical alphabet from early Jesus music. He's more than able 
If you're enjoying this alphabetical episode of Early Jesus Music, why not let me know this week? I'd especially like to hear from folks who hear the show weekly on your Christian radio station. Now, the truth is, I'm getting scores of letters from folks who download the podcast of past episodes from either the iTunes store or from my website, www.fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's fullcirclejesusmusic.com. But I don't hear too often from the radio listening audience because I know a lot of folks catch the show in the car or someplace where they don't have a chance to write down the mailing address when I give it. So, if you can just remember FullCircleJesusMusic.com, go there the next time you log on to the internet and you'll find an email link there. You can drop me a line. And thanks. Hi, this is Michael Card, and you're listening to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. Classic Jesus music, looking back to where it all began. This is Jerry Bryant. And here's a fun little tune with a catchy calypso beat and a powerful message for the church from one of the 1950s original rock and rollers that goes by the name of Dion. Like our previous guest from the last episode of Full Circle, Randy Stonehill, Dion uses humor in this feature song to make a strong statement to Christians who let their personal pride of their denomination get in the way of unity among believers a unity that Jesus so evidently yearned for. He made this quite clear in one of his last prayers before leaving to go to pray in the Garden of Gethsemane, as recorded in the book of John, chapter 17, verses 20 through 23, which reads, My prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one. Father, just as you are in me and I am in you, May they also be in us, so that the world may believe that you've sent me. I've given them the glory that you gave me, that they may be one as we are one, I and them, and you and me. May they be brought to complete unity to let the world know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. Continuing on with the letter D, 1985 album, Kingdom in the Streets on Murr Records. Here's Dion with Daddy Says. Hear me now, I ain't fooling around. This is something you need to know. Daddy is tired of the sin in the house. He says it's got to go. You've been fussing and fighting among yourselves. Hanging out your pride. You can't dress up like me now. But your baby fat, you can't hide. Daddy says, don't you know.
Dion and the Belmonts fame with the song Daddy Says on Full Circle back to where it all began. I know some of you remember him, maybe even own a copy, a vintage copy of Kingdom in the Streets. Now my next artist got his start in music in the secular world before becoming a Christian by playing drums for Beatles bassist Paul McCartney in his band Wings. I'm speaking of Joe English, who after having a radical salvation experience, formed the Joe English Band, a vehicle to share what God had done for him in his life, as well as teach and preach the good news in song for all who would listen. He released seven albums from 1980 to 1987, and this feature song comes from his third effort called Press On, a song written by his guitarist, George Cochini, and one of his songwriters, Tom Douglas. And this song explores the question often asked by many Christians. What's God's will for this life of mine? Some pretty heavy stuff for a Jesus music pop song. But then, that was what made early Jesus music so exciting. You never knew what you'd hear next. One of my favorite parts of the song is the chorus that goes like this. Echoes of the Spirit. His still small voice speaks. Can you hear it? Echoes of the Spirit. Prophetic tongues speak, you need not fear it. Echoes of the Spirit, by His Word we are led. Echoes of the Spirit in black and white, it can be read. You know, I guess I like this so much because I've been blessed with prophetic gifting that I put forth in a gentle and loving way. Because I'm aware of how those not familiar with it, like the song says, sometimes fear it. Looking back to 1983, Joe English and the song Echoes of the Spirit. A question I hear all the time God's will for this life of mine Where do I go? What do I do? Is this leading really you? Moses and the Israelites Had clouds by day and fire by night We still have such awkward signs we're still a part of his design Oh 
From the resurgence, from the Beatles catalog as of late, you can tell the influence from a guy who played drums with Paul McCartney and Wings way back then. Joe English. Now, here's a chance to once again encourage you to support this radio ministry by telling others about the show. I'm amazed at how many old Jesus music fans are still out there. Who you calling old? But even more excited when younger listeners get a taste of our legacy. Plug in for the first time to the Sweet Comfort Band, Mylon, or the late Keith Green. That's why I do the show. And I need your help. Send your suggestions, your prayers. Join a forum at our website and and share your photos and memories. Go to www.fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's fullcirclejesusmusic.com. Explore my new website. You can sign up for Facebook and so much more, as well as send your support through PayPal. That's www.fullcirclejesusmusic.com. Thanks. I'll be right back. Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. Hi, everyone. This is Phil Keggy, and you're listening to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. This is Jerry Bryant, and as they say on the PBS educational TV show, Sesame Street, our next song is brought to you by the letter F, specifically the band Fireworks. And here's a little background to the group that warms my heart every time I hear them. It's 1976, the heat of our nation's bicentennial summer still upon us, and three young people, all of whom have recently moved to Nashville, Tennessee, receive a phone call from a mutual friend asking them to report to a basement out in the countryside to sing on a commercial jingle. Marty McCall of Eastley, South Carolina, Gary Pig, raced in Detroit, Michigan, and Gwen Moore of Malibu, California, all in their mid-twenties, all with dreams involving music and the music business, sang together that night for the first time. And the producer, Chris Christian, liked the sound. He called them back for more sessions, including Amy Grant's first album and B.J. Thomas's first Christian album, Home Where I Belong. Now the following spring, Buddy Huey of Word Records was in town and he met with the three. The contemporary Christian rock group Second Chapter of Acts, he reported, had just left Word and they were looking for a group to fill that void. Would the three of you like to become that group? By the time the band had formed, adding Chris Harris on bass and Lanny Avery on drums, they found a name, Fireworks. They traveled around Nashville singing in a few churches and coffee houses, and at this point Gwen Moore felt it best not to continue. A friend of the group, Cindy Lipford, took Gwen's place, and the band proceeded to travel the United States, making a unique and joyful sound unto the Lord. An interesting thing to listen for in this feature song is the flute. I've noticed that much of early Jesus music had this instrument, 
accompanying the usual guitar, bass, drums, and keyboards. To me, this signified the exuberance, excitement, and joy that was so common among these new believers in Christ. From their 1977 self-titled debut album, The Song Family, written by the group's spokesperson, Marty McCall, who would later go on to form the group First Call in the mid-80s. Now, if I told you that my next artist has been mistaken for the voice of little Stevie Wonder, would you know who I'm talking about? Stay tuned. the song family and now we go from the letter f to the letter g which brings us to john gibson now for the last two decades john's been one of these best kept secrets in popular music don't tell that to his legion of fans he's tough to describe tougher to classify a white guy who sounds like stevie wonder a sweet balladeer who pioneered christian rap a singer who wreaks attitude in his mission of justice and mercy. A young rebel from the streets of San Francisco, who after returning from the service in the army at the age of 20, found out that his father had become a Christian. And it wasn't long he accepted Christ himself, began using his talents for God. His first step into music 
would be found in the secular world. With a songwriting and publishing deal, as well as being a background singer with Dick Griffey's new Constellation label. <laughs> Griffey had some great fun tricking a number of his artists with John's demo tapes, telling them it was some new Stevie Wonder song. Well, he would later go on to meet his musical idol, Stevie Wonder, and worked with a crew of great musicians, including Michael Jackson. In 1983, John Gibson released his first album called Standing on the One, a fine debut showing that he was more than a wonder clone, that he had songwriting skills to go along with a great voice. But John was torn between his desire for pop stardom and his need to give testimony to his Christian faith. So he signed with the Frontline Christian label, released an album called On The Run, and it was a partial re-release of Standing On The One with a few new cuts. This would be the beginning of his wildly successful career within the CCM world with 22 top 5 hits, 20 top 10 tunes, 9 number 1s, and an album of the year to his credit. With the first of his 9 number 1 songs, which peaked on March the 9th of 1987 from the album On the Run, John Gibson and God Loves a Broken Heart.
Tofu, John Gibson. Now you know what God loves. This is Jerry Bryant, and my next artist, Mark Hurd, has been described as a songwriter's songwriter, a musician's musician, a producer's producer. His influences and mentors varied from the Swiss-born evangelical Christian philosopher Francis Schaeffer to Larry Norman, who first signed him to his newly formed solid rock record label in 1977. In 1981, Mark Hurd began a recording contract with Chris Christian's Home Sweet Home Records. Now, although Mark's sales did not attract attention from the major Christian labels, Chris Christian felt Mark's music was unique and fresh and deserved to be heard. So, he funded his projects with no production oversight, which is exactly what Mark wanted. Mark released five albums for the label, but the overall experience was not one that he enjoyed, partly due to his personal experiences with record company executives and partly due to compromises he felt under pressure to make in order to make himself and his songs more marketable for Christian audiences. Then, on July 4th, 1992, Mark had a heart attack on the stage while performing at the Cornerstone Festival near Chicago. He finished his set. He went to the hospital immediately afterwards. Two weeks after being released from the hospital, he had another cardiac arrest and died on August 16th of 1992. There's no argument. Mark's influence upon the world of music can be found far and wide, not just within the CCM world, but within the secular world as well. So many artists have covered his songs, including Buddy and Julie Miller, Michael Bean of The Call, The Vigilantes of Love, Ashley Cleveland, Pat Terry, Bruce Coburn, Phil Keggy, Olivia Newton-John, Kevin Max from DC Talk, Tony O'Kay, Pierce Pettis, Randy Stonehill, Glenn Kaiser, The Choir, and Daniel Amos. My feature song comes from his 1982 album, Victims of the Age, with all the songs written by Mark himself, who also handled production duties as well. Now here's an interesting production note I learned from a friend of this show, Bobby Emmons, who was also Mark's friend and had sung on the 1981 album, Stop the Dominoes. He told me that Mark asked the drummer, John Mailer from Love Song fame, to take away the tom-toms and replace all the roles he would normally do on them to a snare drum. This was not only on one song, but the whole record. It's the only album I know of where this was done. With a song that's been covered by five artists that I know of, here's the late, great Mark Hurd with our entry into the H category with Heart of Hearts. Next, we're going to hear from a group that's probably changed members more than any other group in contemporary Christian music. Stay tuned. Just a young 
The late Mark Hurd, innovator, poet, amazing talent from the heart. Now, my next feature artist represents the letter I. And of course, it's the Imperials. And the 80s saw a lot of changes for the group. Going through lead singers like Russ Taft, Paul Smith, Jimmy Lee Slois, and Ron Hembley. Going musically from light contemporary pop to classic gospel to adult contemporary before making a gradual shift to more of a contemporary pop rock sound with prominent guitars. For their album, Let the Wind Blow, the lineup included Armin Morales, Jim Murray, David Will, and Paul Smith, and was produced by Brown Bannister. With some top-notch studio musicians and a great horn section, here's a song that was in the top 10 for the month of September in 1985. The Imperials, and in the promised land, And be sure to stay tuned for a future episode of Full Circle, where hopefully I'll get a chance to talk with the original member of the group, Armin Morales.
Imperios in the Promised Land. And be looking for a time when Armin Morales joins us here on Full Circle to give us the rest of the story. We now head over to the UK to listen to the Welsh singer-songwriter Martin Joseph, whose music primarily exhibits a brand of Celtic and folk, while his songwriting is often focused on social lament or protest, in the vein of a Woody Guthrie, but within the context of a Christian worldview. And he also throws in the occasional love song. Like many other Jesus music artists from across the pond, Martin Joseph is not to be musically pigeonholed. He began recording in 1983, independently releasing his first solo album, I'm Only Beginning. And he has over 26 other albums to his credit. Throughout his musical career, Martin's campaign for countless causes asked in an interview whether he considered himself primarily a musician or an activist. He replied, I can't decide. I guess it's all part and parcel of the same thing for me. Focusing his attention toward trade justice, third world debt cancellation, and human rights. Martin's been involved with Amnesty International, Christian Aid, the Stephen Lewis Foundation, Jubilee 2000, and Advantage Africa. In May of 2004, in the wake of the 2003 invasion of Iraq, Martin released a five-track EP called The Great American Novel, with all proceeds designated to War Child Charity. Our featured song comes from the 1986 album, Sold Out, inspired by Exodus chapter 20 and verse 5, which reads, You shall not bow down to them or worship them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God. From Wales' Best Kept Secret, here's Martin Joseph and Jealous Love on Full Circle, back to where it all began. And it all comes down for the king in whom love has no limit. Our last song, focusing on the letter K, is all about him. And that's coming up. Forty years to run, five to make your mark. You know where you're going, you got that vital spark. And prospects, there's golden and there's There's a deadline to make, and no one else is gonna pay the bills. So, who am I to criticize? I don't add up to much in the world's eyes. But give me five minutes to tell you about the love I found. It's a jealous love, waiting for a decision. Joy of this jealous love 
Martin Joseph. His love is jealous. He wants to be your only love. Everything else will then fall in place. Well, we're near the end of another episode of Full Circle. A good time to remind you of how you can get in touch with me. If you're sending a simple electronic mail, just send it to info at fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's info at fullcirclejesusmusic.com. Let me know if you listen to the show in one of my fine affiliate radio stations or if you listen from the web. And you can find out more about Full Circle when you check in at the website at www.fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's fullcirclejesusmusic.com. I hope you've enjoyed going through the ABCs of the CCM world. We'll be finishing up on the next episode. But to close out this show, the man whose song was the inspiration for the title of my classic Jesus Music Radio show. Of course, I'm talking about Bill Kagi with the song King of Kings, representing the letter K. And it's a song that comes from Phil's first solo record. All the songs were written, produced, and performed by Phil himself. Looking back to 1973 on the new song record label, from the album, What a Day, the Okay. He will never leave you. He will never leave you. He is by your side every day, every night. He will never forsake you. is faithful and true show you right from wrong keep you wise keep you strong Jesus King of the Jews Jesus King of the Jews nailed to a cross where he 
died for the lost Knocking at your heart, let him in, don't depart The old Kegi, taking us through the musical alphabet of early Jesus music. Thanks for listening. Until next time, keep your eyes to the sky and let your light shine. This is Jerry Bryant. Full Circles recorded in the Jesus Solid Rock Studios in Nashville, Tennessee. Written by Russell Baum and engineered by Jeff Kane. Full Circle is a JSR production. This is Full Circle.